welcome to teo podcast season one the pandemic dress how are you guys doing so far this week it's summer and i'm really beginning to feel the heat outside like i can't step outside i'm already like perspiring anyways um i am not very fond of this uh, season of the year because i come from a really really hot country I prefer going to Australia during this uh time of year to a cold country or probably uh on a mountain of higher altitude with the cold breeze and everything um I I feel comfortable with the cold breeze than a heat wave anyways let's get to um today's topic will be the interference of nanotechnology used in the vaccines itself uh it's a pretty serious topic because only the news promotes the good side of the story but there is also a dark side to the vaccines as well that they never actually educate the public on and this has been happening throughout history as well one thing we had realized that if um the numbers have been over exaggerated of covid-19 deaths that means there's something wrong why would they actually force it on the public to um to actually buy these vaccines uh you should actually think about it because the when you when you're considering a vaccine it's been recently developed it's like a new discovery so there's always going to be some bad effects because it's completely artificial when you go look in google you always say vaccines is a completely biological product which is false and now i think most of you know that it is not a biological product it is like 80% drug when you come to realization that this pandemic this pandemic is quite odd because this is not a disease pandemic if the numbers have been highly exaggerated and they are trying to force the vaccine on the public and they are winning like these companies are winning millions by actually um kind of a uh, signing agreement with the political leaders uh, in order to force uh, everybody to take the vaccine and for the entire population to be vaccinated against covid-19 every 6 months these people are winning millions behind your back we'll talk about dr fauci's emails uh, in the next episode uh, with uh, the human rights graduate setbi Uh, she prefers to have this kind of name because she prefers to be anonymous because she's working and i think that's okay um as long as uh, she comes forward and then she speaks um anyone i can actually speak in this podcast if you want to if your ideas go against uh, some um some, most of the majority of the people it doesn't matter if you don't want your name out there um I can always erase it because everybody is scared during this moment of time uh because the uh, political leaders are involved in such a case scenario. If you take Dr. Fauci for example, he is the most powerful unelected uh, bureaucrat during this moment of time and a lot of the uh, he has a lot of power during this time. He got a lot of power and he got a lot of recognition during the pandemic itself. Dr. Fauci and it was so surprising that he knew uh, so much about covid-19 at the very early stages of its outbreak um 
so there is a lot of hysteria coming from his side as well. EMA released a document that states that nanotechnology in Cypher and Moderna, Moderna COVID-19 vaccines, no other vaccines contains nanotechnology. Nanotechnology is the usage of nanoparticles. What are these? These are small tiny particles like clusters that have many advantages as well as health implications. Okay, they tell you the advantages over and over again, but um, they never tell you about the health implications. So there are like, there is a dark side to it as well. These are the most basic fundamentals of business. In order to sell a product, you always boast about the product. You give its advantages more than its disadvantages, and you keep like you hide all the bad stuff about the product, and you promote your product in order to increase their sales. And that's what exactly what they're doing. So you have a bunch of advantages by using nanotechnology because the advantages include creating fluorescent biological labels for important biological markers and molecules in research and diagnosis drug delivery systems, probing of DNA structure, gene delivery systems in gene therapy, protein detection in pharmacokinetic studies. If you want to look at the uh, advantages in detail, uh, you can go to newsmedical.net. Um, that's a very like trustworthy website if you want to see only the advantages, and I will give you the disadvantages as well. Nanoparticles deliver the drug or the mRNA in the case of COVID-19 into the human cell. So do not get lost in the details. You know, basics are necessary for the foundation of understanding. They give you details so that you will be lost in the details and so confused. Uh, the more the confused the crowd is, um, they will only listen to other people, you know, so... If other people take the vaccine, it's more secure for them to take the vaccine since it's it's a psych, it's something psychological. If your friend takes the vaccine, you will do the same. The more the merrier takes the vaccine, you will do the same. Lysosomes are closed uh, lipid bilayer vesicles that spontaneously form in water. So these liposomes are the ones that transport the mRNA uh, and the nanoparticles in um, those uh, specific uh, kind of uh, areas of a cell, of a human cell. But there is also disadvantage of using liposomes uh, because uh, they can leak the product. So um, while they are traveling in blood, uh, some of the nanoparticles might leak and stuff like this. So these are the disadvantages of it. And Liposomes can be totally artificial as well. Imagine a liposome to be this kind of bubble that enters a cell, a bubble that enters a cell. So uh, the components of a, a liposome is normally similar to that of the um, outer layer of the human cell. So you have these kind of like uh, phospholipid bilayers within the liposome and within the uh, human cells itself, so that makes the transport of products really easy to target cells. That's why they use liposomes. Um, and in the body, um, they are normally being engulfed by phagocytes at the end.
and so a type of their phagocytes are a type of like white blood cell but nanoparticles can cross cell membranes which reach blood and may reach liver heart or blood cells which characteristics of uh, nanoparticles are relevant for health effects it's like size a chemical uh, composition and surface characteristic shape you can see all of these in the american chemical society and eseuropa.eu uh, they are more towards over organs such as uh, lung inf- lung inflammations heart problems brain liver spleen and the fetus in pregnant women nanoparticles are high of toxicity toxic uh, toxicity itself even though it reduces toxicity of the drug and side effects nanoparticles are highly toxic also create something called free radicals which can cause cell damage and damage to the dna the medical or pharma sector always silences the like the harsh implications they aren't taking the responsibility to speak why because they want this sector to exist so most of the doctors say the vaccine is safe in inverted commas so because most of the patients have not reported anything detrimental yet and whenever you go to the hospital you don't see the same doctor that is um during the vaccination process so how effective are their numbers some of the people who have taken the vaccine have had adverse reactions but never reported to the hospital because when they are going to the hospital they don't know have no idea what to do next it's like the same doctor isn't there and obviously uh, they won't record it under Uh, adverse reactions of the covid-19 vaccine because they are help help they are trying to promote the vaccine so therefore covid-19 cases will be definitely more higher than um adverse effects from the vaccines itself they will try to make that so low in order to um sell the vaccine itself and so if you read some books um uh, regarding um the vaccines always go to amazon and you will see there is another book called the dark side of vaccines as there is also another uh, book called the virus and the vaccine um you should go check out because uh, this is about um, the polio vaccine you know, that was released out in 1950s or so um and some of the vac- vaccines were contaminated and the government tried to suppress this saying that uh, um that the uh, virus it was contaminated with was as forty and it's only ha- harmful towards animals than humans but as forty is the source of human cancer so uh, some of the human cancers so 98 million americans were affected that year So I just want you guys to like have do some extra reading on that because first of all I would say nobody's perfect and um obviously these things are going to happen whether you like it or not um the world is not perfect politicians are not perfect doctors are not perfect and I just want to tell you that even I'm not perfect but I'm just here to warn you that okay there are bad stuff happening in this world this world was never a really innocent world 
this wasn't a world where you can completely say that whatever they're doing is for the public's health and for the uh, public's good like it was a, it was never about that it was only like you you find out scandals occurring this world is never like really innocent so none of the doctors know how exactly the vaccine components are even being distributed and executed multiple shots every 6 months will therefore increase the number of these nanoparticles so what are you doing what are we doing with this vaccine that's my question so if you guys want to do more research on um, the nanoparticles as well as uh, what happened in uh, 1950 with the polio vaccine and uh, the s40 or monkey virus uh you can check out ncbi.nlm.nih.gov because that um, gives you everything that can go wrong while everything can which can go right i know everybody feels um everybody is scared because they have to deal with virus like a brand new virus and they don't want to get sick for more a long period of time but we kind of like um, underestimate our natural immunity as well and we think that if just because we don't take the vaccine we are more susceptible to die uh, no that this is a question of fate itself so i was like they're telling this because they need they know that you want to travel they know that uh, many people like to feed their enthusiasm socialize and basically maybe we don't need maybe we don't need that all in a larger scale like i'm just saying uh because uh, that's how they force it on the public that's how they're going to make everyone get vaccinated but every 6 months and with the sort of uh, components within the body are uh, like poisonous for our body so when you're injecting nanoparticles they enter the body can reach organs through systematic circulation depending on their size shape and chemical reactivity they can cross the blood brain barrier or they can reach um the brain through external transport since um since the okay so the nanoparticles can be organic or inorganic and in this vaccine is most likely to be inorganic so when uh, so there are types of like uh, nanoparticles they are mostly like metals or titanium oxide and the administration of it um of nanoparticles through any route leads to absorption and translocation into the brain which can affect brain development and function therefore they can cross the placenta barrier and accumulate in the fetal brain causing impairments in the fetal brain development the main mechanisms of neurotoxicity induced by titanium oxide nanoparticles are the oxidative stress inflammatory res- uh, responses apoptosis apoptosis is the when cells die and impairment of cell component genotoxicity additional neurotoxicity may occur through dysregulated neurotransmitters distributed of trace elements synaptic plasticity and disrupted si- signaling pathways so this affects um, your motor and sensory neurons how your how you perform movements in your body this can also range from like um your but you controlling to carry out a specific function in your body you may not voluntarily control it but you can 
involuntary control it and therefore uh, these nanoparticles do affect the, that sort of function as well. The induction of uh, nanoparticles uh, include uh, oxidative stress, mitochondrial damage. So mitochondria is a kind of like organelle a res a responsible for like uh, breaking down components in order to give you energy. Let's say if you want to run, if you want to walk, if you want to do some exercise, your mitochondria gives you energy or ATP in order to carry out, uh, for your muscles to carry out uh, these kind of rigorous functions. Um, in simple words, that's how I can explain it to you. And an increase in the calcium levels related to uh, transport to receptor mechanism. So, yeah, so this is for um, involuntary and voluntary movements as well. So, moreover, neurotoxicity might be influenced by their size, shape, and surface coatings. Also, um, rates of silver ion release and interactions with uh, specific um, cells and proteins. So you have different types of nanoparticles as well, which you should take a note of. The thing with new discoveries, new vaccines, new uh, this, nobody is like, nobody fully un understands the impact of it. Okay, yes, this happens, but there's also some ne uh, negative impacts that occur because this is a vaccine with nanoparticles. It's a drug, basically. And when you're uh, taking into consideration drugs, it's totally it's bad for our body. We have side effects. Like if you go to a psychologist, they, gi they give you drugs straight away to take it. Even if you are having like um, depression or something like this and they give you these drugs while you can just cure depression by going and having nature walks, by challenging yourself, going hiking, doing something in your life that makes you a better person, challenging your comfort zones. So these make you a better person and these make you naturally overcome depression. And hence the public has an over-dependent um, over on these sort of medications. So guys, we're coming to an end with this episode. Like next episode, we'll be talking about Dr. Faust's emails. And also, we're going to talk about uh, why in the start of the pandemic, there was this conspiracy theory. They labeled it as a conspiracy theory, but there's no evidence that it's a conspiracy theory that the virus originated in a lab. Actually, there are two labs in Wuhan, and we're going to speak about it next week with uh, Sethvi. And make sure you guys subscribe to Teo Academy on YouTube and um, subscribe to our podcast as well. We have an Instagram page as well at Teo Education System. And my name is Rashni Heva Wasam, your uh, the host and founder of Teo Academy, Teo Education. And I am signing out.